0: Episode 144. Hi, welcome to my mom's show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. If this is your first time here, then I want to wish you a massive welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope you love this episode. And if you are a regular listener, well, as always, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to read out this review, which was left by someone in the UK and I hadn't seen it yet. You know, I have to go through a separate platform to see any reviews from other countries apart from Australia. And this one made me cry. It was absolutely beautiful. And it said, these podcasts are quite literally life-changing. Julia has an incredibly cheery, honest and friendly nature and interviews beautiful women with mind-blowing stories, doing awe-inspiring things to make their lives huge and wonderful. And she is one of them too. I love, love, love these podcasts. They are a highlight of my evening and they make me laugh and cry and love my life. They quite literally pulled me out of a murky rut and helped me learn to live again. The best on being a single mama by far. Oh my goodness. Like seriously, it doesn't get any better than that. So Pippi loves the sea. Thank you so, so much. And thank you so much to all my listeners all over the world. You know, it's still, I find it amazing. Technology is just bloody incredible. It is so amazing that, you know, I can record this from Sydney, you know, from my home in Sydney, and it can just be listened to by women and all over the world and it connects us. You know, that's what I think is just so special about people sharing their stories and people being open and all that kind of thing. So, Man, I appreciate it. Thank you. And if you have been listening to this podcast for a while and you have never left a review, I would be so grateful if you could do that. It literally takes two seconds. And if you want to just rate it, you can do that too, just by tapping on the stars. And if you do have that extra minute or two to write a review, that would be incredible. It helps other single moms find this podcast. So yeah, that would be amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you can even do it right now while you're listening there you go. Also, just a reminder that the Doors to the Don't Just Survive Thrive online program for single mums to get empowered is kicking off. I'm going to close the doors to that at the end of May. So not long to go. If you do want to jump on in, as I said last week, if you listened, it's probably going to be the second last or if not the last time I probably run it for a while. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, who knows what the future will bring, but at the moment that's where I'm at. My focus has to lie in other areas, but you know, that's where I'm at at the moment. So who knows? Anything could change. Anyway, this week is a solo episode and I just wanted to touch on something that I get asked all the time. It is literally one of the most common questions people ask me. And that is how to find or start a local single mums group. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, <laughs> can you tell I'm excited? I love talking about this topic. You know, I created a local single mums group in 2014, which was a year after I'd, well, it was about 10 months after I'd become a single mum. And it changed my life. And, you know, I talk about the benefits of joining a local single moms group or of making single mom friends a lot. And it really is the best, you know, it's so good, especially for new single moms. And I've talked about the reasons why and how important it is to find your tribe a lot in the past, you know, just to give you a quick, a few quick reasons, because I can talk about this for hours. They get it, you know, spending time with other single moms who get it is amazing, Being able to share babysitting. Asking people for dating advice, realizing that you are bloody amazing and, you know, surrounding yourself with other people who are amazing makes you see that you are actually amazing. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It's great for your kids to see that there are other families who have the same kind of family unit as yours. Anyway, I will link to another podcast episode where I talk about all those benefits. But the reason for this episode is I want to answer the question on everyone's lips, which seems to be, how do I find... A local single mum's group. Okay, so when I became a single mum, I knew just one other single mum. I had a baby, and the single mum that I knew, her kids were in primary school, so she was a bit out of the baby phase. And being a new mum, and especially a single mum, I just, I found I couldn't relate to the other mothers as much that I had met in my mother's group and all that sort of thing. And I was the first one in my group of sort of close friends. To have a child. But I realized hanging out with all these mums at mother's group, I just felt like I was on another planet to these women. We just had different challenges. And in that stage where I did become a single mum, I felt so scared. And I was searching through this online pregnancy group that I was in. Um And I wrote this post in two thousand and twelve. I remember writing this post, and I was searching for it because yeah, it was one of the first online groups that I was in, and i was i 'm still friends with all these women it's so weird because i've actually never met most of them i've met a couple of them, but we I feel like I know them all, you know, and there's fifty of us we're from all over Australia, and we just all had babies due in the same month of that year, you know, and so we asked each other all these pregnancy questions. It was fantastic. So I searched for my post and I found it and it said, after a very strange six months, my partner and I have decided to break up, about to sign a lease on a new place so I can move out of the house we share. I'm putting off signing the lease because it makes it so real. I'm so terrified of having a baby on my own. Is anyone else doing this on their own? I don't know how I'm going to cope. And then the sad face. Oh my goodness, emojis didn't exist by then. So it was like the colon and the bracket but far out. that Reading that brought up heaps of emotions for me. And I, I just remember writing it so clearly. I, it brought back all the emotions. And even though, you know, I did sign the lease on that place and I did move out, we got back together and I moved back in. I was seven months pregnant by this point. I was so scared. I was just so scared of doing it on my own. And I think what would have helped me was having other people around me who who were going through the same thing so you know as most of you know if you know my story when my daughter was born the relationship kind of went downhill even more if that's even possible and when she was two months old we did separate for the final time and I felt like the anguish that I felt in the relationship now surpassed my fear of being a single mom and I remember just being so desperate to connect with other single moms and especially single moms who had a baby like me. So that sort of became my mission. (laughs) Once I had realized that I was very different to, well, not very different, but I felt very different to all the other mums. So I started this group and I just posted about it in one of the big Australian mum groups that I'm in. And I just said, this is my area that I live. I've just created this single mums group. So initially there was obviously just me in the group. And now there are over 500 women in that group. And that's just single mums in my local area. They're, that's single mums that live near me, which is pretty bloody amazing. We really are everywhere. So you've just got to know where to look. Okay, so let's get down to business, shall we? How do you find a local single mums group? The best place to start is always going to be online. Okay, I'm a huge fan of Facebook. Just type in single mums, M-U-M-S or M-O-M-S, depending on where you are. Type in the area that you're in. So you could be really broad and you could search, for example, single mums, Melbourne or Melbourne single mums, or you could narrow it down to a specific area within Melbourne. You could search for St. Kilda single mums and then filter that search by tapping on groups. And you're actually going to be surprised. There are a lot of groups that come up it can get really niched. You know, these are some examples of single mum groups that I've found. Single Muslim mums in Melbourne, Melbourne Working Single Mums, Mature Single Mums in Sydney, Single Indian Mums in Sydney, Sunday Tennis for Inner West Single Mums, New York City Uptown Single Mums by Choice. You know, these are all groups that exist. So you can be really specific. So have a search, just have a look around, you know, and try different, try different search words. If you don't have any luck, try searching in meetup.com. You can head to the families category and then further filter your search for single mothers. And lastly, just try a Google search. You just don't know what will come up. There's lots of different online platforms that host kind of group event meetups and that sort of thing. So just give it a go. The next option is asking people in your local area. So next time you head to your local GP or library or community nurse or anybody, you know, ask them if they know of any groups for single mums, local news spreads around the community. And I know now for my group, a lot of the new members come from word of mouth. So what happens if you find nothing? Well, when I started searching, all the groups and meetups that I could find were happening in other parts of Sydney, but ages away, like 45, 60 minutes away from where I lived, which wasn't exactly a convenient option to do on a regular basis. So the way I saw it at the time was I had three options. I could do nothing. I could travel a long way to a meetup group to meet other single moms who probably didn't live near me or I could start my own. And that would be my own group for single mums in my local area. And I chose to do that. So that is always an option too, you know? So if you are looking at doing that, give it a go. Like you've got absolutely nothing to lose. So as I said, I started mine in early 2014. I had two members to begin with. It was me and my one single mum friend. And And then what you can do is get the word out. Now, as I said, now a lot of my group kind of grows just due to word of mouth. But back then, back in 2014, I really relied heavily on Facebook to find other single mums in my area. So I posted about my group in general, online, local mums groups. You know, some of them had thousands of members. I kept my eye out for posts in these groups that were relating to single motherhood. And many of these were from new single mums who were struggling, or they were trying to find other single mums. And so what I would do is I would just look for these posts. I would search single moms and I would just comment on them and go, here's a group I created. You know, if you live in this area, you should join and we have meetups and everything. So anyway, after the first week, there were 30 members in the group and we organized our first event, which was a kind of a catch up in a park. And seriously, it was life changing. For once, I just felt like I belonged. It was just incredible. It was just incredible. It was a massive game changer you know, and I just felt connected. I felt, I felt like a part of a community of women who just got it and a connection to women that I've never felt before. And I just made some absolutely fabulous friends, many of whom I'm still friends with today. And it's just made me a much happier person. I think that if you can meet even just one or two other single moms who you connect with, it will change your life too. And that's why I feel so passionate about single moms connecting with each other, especially new single moms. It, it was just one of the most helpful things that I did when I became a single mom. But what do you do if you live somewhere very isolated? Now, this is a hard one. So if you live in a small town or you're isolated from a lot of people, you really might have to just rely on an online support group. And there are loads around. I've got one, for instance, it's called the Single Mother Survival Guide Support Forum. You can join that. If you go to my website, which is www.singlemothersurvivalguide.com, there is a link to join that group right on the homepage it'll take you straight to that group and you just put a request in to join. Make sure you fill out the questions because if you don't, I probably won't let you in because I do kind of try to make sure it's a safe group and I don't want just anyone. I want to make sure it's, you know, legitimate single mums. So it's really important though, as well, I should note that you find a group that's right for you. Sadly, there are a lot of single mums groups that I'm have been a part of or that I've noticed that are very negative and everybody seems to whinge and complain and argue with each other and it's got a bit of a negative vibe and that's probably not the right environment that you want to be with. So You want to find one where people are really supportive and uplifting and, you know, it's fine to have a rant and have a whinge and, you know, it's great. Like I don't have a problem with people doing that in groups at all. It's just when it's always negative, it's just, or bitching about things like that's just not a nice vibe. But then again, you can just keep scrolling and stuff if you don't like posts. But I think it's important to just, just be mindful of the overall vibe of the group. The other thing I want to add is if you do join these groups and you have they have events, you know, you go to the events. You've got to put yourself out there. And as I said, it is scary, but it's worth it. You know, it really is. I know it's corny, but it is a case of one of those kind of the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Even on the online forums, you could be with a lurker and never really add to anything, just kind of see what other people are saying, which is fine and I understand that people, you know, are reserved but it's really nice to contribute as well and even post and introduce yourself and it just makes you feel more welcome. But having said that, in single mum groups, be very mindful of what you do post. There have been instances where people have taken screenshots and taken them to exes and blah, blah, blah. Not in my group, thank goodness, but I have heard of that happening. So it's really important to be very careful of what you do post. And usually the admin will potentially post something on your behalf anonymously, just check if they do that because you do want to be careful what you say online, even though groups are closed. It's still a public forum. It's still an online public forum at that, you know, so everything you write can be really used against you in court if it's, if necessary. And um, that's kind of a good indicator of just being mindful of what you write as well. Like I always think, could this be used against me in court? (laughs) not now, but I used to, I think it was just, um, it's a good little filter to just filter what you say, I guess. And yeah, as I said, check with the admins. If you're not sure, the other thing to be mindful of is if you are starting your own group, It is quite time consuming, you know, maybe not initially, but over time it is, especially if you want to keep it a safe, secure place. I'm very careful with who I let into my groups, my local one, especially. I want to make sure it's local people only because it is kind of, we have a lot of local events and, you know, we do get to know each other personally. And I want to make sure it's a really safe space for people to feel that, Although they need to kind of proceed with caution, I guess, in terms of what they say publicly, it's still kind of a relatively safe place. And there was a kind of a false alarm recently, actually, where someone thought someone had screenshotted something from my group. And I was horrified because I was just like, that's never happened in this group never. And that makes me so sad. And then it was discovered that it was actually a screenshot from another group. Phew! So (laughs) for now, my group is still a safe place, but it is time consuming. And you also have people who get very opinionated about things and will message you and tell you that this person should get kicked out of the group. And this person did this and blah, blah, blah. So it is sometimes very time consuming as well, but the rewards far outweigh the, you know, the hassles. So I say, go for it. Anyway, that is it. I just wanted to make this week short and sweet. As you know, I have a lot of things going on as we all do, but something that I wanted to point out last week, which I completely forgot. And people ask me this all the time because they think that putting a podcast together is very fast. It takes me about 15 hours a week to put together an episode. Yep it's a lot and it can be depending on who I have as a guest and how much editing is required and preparation to speak with that guest and all the back end stuff, the production, it's very time consuming. And, you know, I love it. So I don't want to sound like I'm whinging about it because I love it. And that's why I'm doing it. And if I didn't love it, I would stop immediately and I'm still loving it. But yeah, I want to keep some of the episodes, some of the solo episodes a bit shorter and sweeter and maybe just focus on, you know, an individual topic. And then next week we can talk about something else really exciting, so yes, I'm going to love you and leave you. But as I said, if you want to join the Single Mother Survival Guide support forum, check out my website. You'll find it on the homepage, www.singlemothersurvivalguide.com. If you want to get in touch, you can email me my email address is julia at com, And you can also connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at singlemothersurvivalguide. I'd love to hear from you. So if there's any topic that you want me to cover in the podcast, or if you have a question, because I do do those Ask Julia style episodes, just get in touch. You know, I'd love to talk about it on a podcast. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, if you want to do the Don't Just Survive Thrive online program to get empowered, jump in now. Doors will close at the end of May. And as I also said at the start, if you have enjoyed this podcast, I would be so, so very grateful if you could rate this podcast in iTunes, or if you have a few minutes even writing a review would be amazing and help single mums find this podcast. Lastly, I just want to wish you the best of luck in finding a single mums group or starting your own. I bang on about it so much, but it really is, it's life-changing, and I think if you can put yourself out there, and I know it's scary, but you've just got to do it, and it, it'll change your life. It really will. It has so many positives, and I want to refer you back to the episode that I did about the benefits of making friends with single mums, which was one of my very first episodes, would you believe? I've just found it. It is episode two ah, that's how passionate about it I feel. And interestingly, my first episode was on getting your will done, which is also very important. But anyway, there you go. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening, depending on where you are and when you're listening. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Okay. Bye for now.